Hi guys, it's your girl Jelaya Nicole and you're tuned in to Whoa Mama. Here on Whoa Mama, we discuss plenty of topics. We'll discuss things from just being a plain woman, just womanhood in general. We'll discuss wifehood, motherhood, careers, and ministry. There's so many topics to cover in so little time. So stay tuned for many conversations that include great women, as well as sometimes just some tips and tricks and other times that motivation you need just to keep on going. So thank you for staying tuned. We love you here and we say thank you from the Woe Mama team. On this episode of Woe Mama, I'm with my sister-in-law, Wilshie Harris, again, and we're continuing the conversation about the perspective of what a stay-at-home mom is and the husband's. Just know that this episode was not easy to get out. We had a few technical difficulties, but thank you for bearing with us. It is up late today, but it's here. So stay tuned for a little bit more of that combo. All right, guys, we are back with another installment of the What is a Stay-at-Home Mom conversation. This is part two of it. Um, We last week discussed what our perceptions and our thoughts were about a stay-at-home mom. And this week, because a stay-at-home mom normally has a husband, (laughs) we're going to talk about that perspective. And I keep saying we because I have Wilshie Harris back with me again, my lovely sister-in-law. Hey! So we are going to discuss some of the things that we've heard our husbands or brother-in-laws for the both of us say about stay-at-home motherhood or just some of the things that we've witnessed. Um, So let me preface this with guys. I actually had a recording, (laughs) but for some reason, my phone will not pull up the recording that I had that involved um, my husband. And so we're going to start from the questions that we asked him and give just a glimpse of some of the things that he has said. But because he and my brother-in-law, Wilshie's husband, grew up in the same home, these there are some facts. So we'll try to stay away from his opinions, but we'll, we'll state most of the facts that we do know. So this week, again, we're talking about the husband's perspective. So... Our husbands grew up in a household with both of their parents. They grew up in the same house for about 25 years at this point. Like, they, they, their parents have had the same house for quite some time. Or more. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. So, it probably is like 30 years at this point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, time escapes me. But what last night when we were speaking with my husband, we asked him a few questions. And one of the questions we asked was, what was his view or what did he see about stay-at-home moms? And his real perceptions that he actually didn't see many stay-at-home moms he had one grandmother that kind of gave him that that insight but she really didn't have kids in the home and he also stated that he do he does remember a lot of his aunts and plus his mom working they were mostly full-time working women and that those are facts like they were all full-time working women so he also let us know that his mom was full-time work his dad was full-time work um, and when parents came home, mom was still priority um, caregiver. Mm-hmm. And so his perception is that you just do your part. If if I could talk, if I could walk away with one thing that I can remember him saying is he knows that what he saw about parenting and being a couple and 
quote unquote stay at home motherhood because his perception was just everybody does their part, their team. Everybody's going to pick up their piece and do it well. Mm-hmm. And so then that took us into what we see our husbands have witnessed and what we think they what they expect versus what we we expect for ourselves and how those don't meet all the time. Okay. Uh-huh. They don't always add up. And I know that my perception was that my husband wanted me to do everything. He wanted me to do this, 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 this. And I was like, I just can't. But the thing was, I never actually vocally said I couldn't. I tried to do everything. And so when you try to do everything, it gives people the perception that you can. And so then they come to expect it from you. And I know that that was one of the things that we actually had a breakdown about before. Luckily, we're not there anymore. But we'll get into that in a little bit. So for you, Will She, when you, like after speaking with your brother-in-law and then being with your husband as long as you've been with him, what give me your synopsis of coming into stay-at-home motherhood or even wifehood really um about your perceptions and his perceptions and everybody's perceptions coming together um so after hearing my brother-in-law I realized how like you know okay I realized where my husband's perspective really came came in and got grounded in because my husband he expected when we first met he's like you can work and take care of the household and I was like okay let let me see let's see you do it or let me see how that will work because to me if I'm working eight hours and 12 out I spend 12 hours out because I have to drive to work and back home from work Mm -hmm. after a 12 hour day do I want to wash dishes no 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 do I want to clean the toilet no so I couldn't see his vision, but then when he talked about how, like, you know, his mom would, their mom would come home and take them, they'd walk to go get ice cream. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's what he's talking about. You should be able to cover everything because that's what I witnessed. That's what my mom did. My mom made sure to make moments and she made money too. So you're, you should be well capable. And I'm like, oh, no. Because it doesn't, <laughs> it never really works out the way that we think it works out. And something my husband always said was, you never see the background of everything your parents go through. Mm-hmm. So we never see the background of what your mother's struggle may have been. Mm-hmm. It could have been her losing sleep trying to clean the house. It could have been her um, up crying in a corner because she's trying to stretch a meal. We mm-hmm. never really see that part. So we just see the result. Yes, we and then we build our expectations on the result. So for for him, it was you're capable of doing it all. Yes, I think my husband says that you know he thought everybody just picks their their piece and they they do well at it. But for some part of me, for 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 me, some part of our relationship, I thought that he felt the same way that I should be able to do this 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 and this, um, making sure the house was good and make money and build this business and you know all this stuff. And quite frankly, that was a lot of expectations on me that I I just really could not meet. Because um, in my mind, when I think about it, if I look at my, my parents, my the parents that I did have, um, you guys will get more about my background and that stuff later. But just to give the general topical thing, um, my mom was the working woman. My stepdad was a stay-at-home dad. So I saw a clear line. If I work, you clean. Mm-hmm. If I do this, you do that. Like my mom didn't have to do those things. So with our versus, you know, our roles being reversed in the, what would be considered the quote unquote normal way where the woman is at home. I just picked up on all the things that 
I saw cleaning, making sure the bills was paid, um, even though I was the one that was paying bills. But the point is, that was part of the mm-hmm. at-home person's job, making sure people were up for school and all this and that. Um, so when it came to my own household, and I was also I have a, a desire for a business, and, and I'm growing in a YouTube channel and stuff, that stuff takes time, and that stuff takes energy. And it's like, I felt like I was working too and trying to maintain a home. And I was like, I'm failing somewhere in here because I can't do everything. And I cannot, and I never wanted to admit that to myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was the bigger part that caused more problems with me and my husband is because I couldn't admit it to myself. So if I can't even say it to myself, I'm not going to tell it to you. I'm not going to tell you that I'm struggling because you have these expectations and you already are upset because I'm not meeting these expectations. Why would I let you know that to give you more, you know, like, so what I said last night, I think I'm going to reiterate uh-huh. it went for me. It was like, uh, Oh, I'll do it all myself. And then the minute I realized I couldn't do it myself, I was like, we need a nanny and we need a maid. Like I can't do this. Like this is too much. And my husband's like, who do you think you are? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know who I think I am. I just know I need a nanny and I need um, a maid to come clean up because I can't do that. I can't yeah. do. I've always had to take care of myself. My brothers were super clean, super efficient men. Like they did everything. They know how to cook. So I always just had to make sure will she cleaned up after herself. I never had to actually cater to cleaning up after three people. Mm-hmm. And I used to get overwhelmed cleaning up after myself. So when you're adding three extra people to the mess that I have already made, mm-hmm. I'm like, this will never end. Yeah, it gets daunting. Um, my my perspective is, is the, almost the same. It's like, I'm accustomed to this level. Mm-hmm. And now it has been compounded. I mean, I had kids back to back and all that stuff. So there were times that I did go get a job because I knew that my husband, he wanted monetary assistance at times. And so it was to appease him. But it was also so I was like, well, I'm not in the house either. That's not on me. Like, I was trying to get out of that too because if we both out here, then maybe we both come back home and do the same amount of homework. And so that still bit me in the behind. And what I tried to do was, well, um, big bank takes little bank. That's how me and my husband operate. Whoever brings the most money gets the most bragging rights, gets the most. Oh, wow. And honestly, it only resulted in hurt feelings. Absolutely. That's why I was just, my, my, that ooh. only resulted like, cause he, sometimes it's him. Sometimes it's me. And then you realize it's net. Like you are, you're always going to bring something to the table. And it may not be the same every single time. So why are you guys mm-hmm. competing against each other when you should be helping each other? Yep. So it just, it never works out the way you think when you try big bank takes little bank. And my thing, oh, and I personally, because any job that I had, I never made anything near what he made. So that was another reason that I just stopped working because I just felt like it was pointless. Like I never made enough to feel like I had an opinion. I never made enough to feel like I could even cover a real bill. Like, cause it, I mean, I had a psychology degree, but some of the things that I wanted to do, I'd have to have my master's and I needed to be licensed. And so, and then I could use my cosmetology degree, but that only got me so far because I can only work so many hours because actually, because I don't make a lot of money, childcare still falls on me. So I still had to be the daycare. So it was like, I was never going to win. And I kept setting up this cycle of disappointment for myself. Okay, so for me, I so at one point I was making more than him, but I think God does things to humble you because when I run the household, I am a jerk. 
I am. I make the money. I shouldn't have to lift a pinky. Like, oh. and that attitude. Do you think that's pulling for what your mom? Yes. Like your mom taught you. Yes. I make this money. You come in here. Y'all have this house together. Yes. So yes. that was my attitude. And guess what? In every job, when I had that attitude, things would not go well in the job. Mm. Like I'm like, I'm in here. I don't need to be here anymore. I don't need to be here. And then I start realizing, oh, okay, this is not working. So I guess that was a humbling experience for me because every single time I'd be like, well, you know, I pay all the bills or, you know, no, just currently God has blessed you with enough to take care of these bills. Absolutely. Like, who do you think you are? (laughs) So my husband would always look at me like, you have lost your mind. And when his big bank took me one point, he didn't even act like that. And that was the part that got me. Mm. I was like, ugh. He did not treat you. That is grace. That is extreme grace. He did not treat you the way that you treated him. Now, when I try to argue and be like, well, I took care of this. He'll be like, pause. Let's not go into this. And he'll start laying out numbers before me. And I'm like, so? Like, I try to ignore the fact (laughs) that he, because when his big bang took me, I like, he literally just kept like, he kept everything up. Like, if he was helping in the house, he didn't stop helping. Mm Mm-hmm. But me, I was like, I'll have to lift a finger. Mm. So he was extremely humble and I wasn't humble. So in every single job where I was making more than him, something would happen where I end up leaving that job. So I think that God was like, no, you're not ready for that because you don't know. Yeah. You don't know how to act. Mm. You become a CEO in your own home. (laughs) Oh, a crazy extraordinary woman. Exactly. You out here doing the most. Come back. Come back. uh Uh-uh. I'm, I'm gonna no. take all of it. Give me all of and it. And so that grace thing, um, I'm glad you brought up. I'm glad you made, brought that example because it brings me to what, like, the majority of our conversation that we had last night with with my husband, it kept anchoring back on grace because neither partner ever, in at some point in time, I'm not gonna say ever, neither partner is gracious to the other one. I leave the house and I work and I'm missing out on stuff. I don't leave the house and I am missing out on everything, but I'm getting all this torture in the home because quite frankly, being a stay-at-home mom sometimes can, as much as you love your kids, it can sometimes feel like torment. <laughs> and I hate to it's say that It's a never-ending job. You get no breaks, no vacations, no yes. overtimes, no pay. And, and your boss don't care, okay? <laughs> and they micromanage. Um, This bottle is due in about... T- 30 seconds uh, like, you put no jelly and didn't cut the crush no i'm not eating any of that sandwich yes they micromanage uh, so we, that we say that in a joking manner but what we're talking about is the pressure of always being on because even when the husband comes home and because he was speaking about the time that he needs before coming in the house because he has to decompress from work because he's been away around other people and he has to decompress to come in there were times that i did not care about that decompression time because where is mine and I will open the door. If I see him sitting in the car, if he sat in that car for more than five to ten minutes, I open the door. I let the hounds out. Your daddy's outside. So, <laughs> um, was that was that petty? Absolutely. And when I when I look back on it now, he probably didn't need that time. No, he probably did. I would say he did need that time. Um, I was but the at the hound. time, at that time, I just did not have the capacity. I did not have the compassion or the grace to give him that he needed because I kept feeling that I didn't get it. And so I'm, gr- I'm grateful that we've grown enough 
to where we've gotten to see each other's role and realize the importance of it and the sacrifice that each person makes. And I think that regardless of what your perception is about a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a husband or another woman who's, you know, a friend who's a stay-at-home mom, if you would just give grace to know that whatever someone is doing, they're doing what they can do in it and they're doing their best. Now, there are times we look at each other like, well, you could, I know that you got a little more in you. We encourage that out of them. We don't condemn them in it saying I, you ain't do what you but you're supposed do. to motivate your spouse to go to the next level yes yes so you are that's why we're here we're <clears> here <throat> to push one another to be the best that we can be is it, raining? it is oh yeah pause guys we must get the children in it has started to rain <laughs> okay crisis averted we've saved our children from the rain brought to you by rain <laughs> brought to you by mother nature <laughs> But um, yes, we are to encourage and to motivate our partner to go to the next level. But we're also to love them where they are and to see that what they have for like what they're offering us is their best. Even if we know there's more, it's the best they have at that time. And that loving people where they are is a real thing. So. And loving them when they're in the process, too, because that's hard and ugly sometimes. It is. Sometimes you're getting like we go through multiple emotions and changes in the process Mm -hmm. and you have to love them through each emotion each process each like that each version of themselves that they become and you have to just be like all right i can roll with this yeah so we will we're going to go ahead and wrap it up now because our house is going to get loud because all the kids are in and their adrenaline is pumping they just ran through the rain um what you're going to hear next week is in addition to um, our conversation about grace and that one actually has my husband on it because there was two recordings the first one it cut off halfway through and then now we can't even hear any of the good stuff and if that ever becomes available I'm just gonna post it as an add-on just like hey here's a little chit chat but um, next week you guys will hear a little bit more that actually has my husband involved in it and it's gonna be focusing around the grace for your partner and I think that's what we'll entitle that is, is grace for your significant other. And so we're going to wrap up. What is a stay at home mom? This is the part two of it. So thank you guys for staying tuned. And we can't wait to have um, our next chit chat with you guys. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at Whoa Mama Podcast, as well as email us at Whoa Mama Podcast at Gmail to give us some topics or some uh, discussion questions you guys may really want to get into. We'd love to answer them here. Um, we, you know, we have plenty of people that's going to jump on and, uh, we're just excited to be here with you guys. So talk to you later. So excited. So excited.